what's going on, man? It, this is this was supposed to be a special presentation day today, um, but it's still a special presentation today, but for a totally different reason. I, you know, the boys, original cast, they got some things going on right now, so we had to call in the replacements. You know how it is, next man up. So we got Wayne in the building, filling in. How's it going, Wayne? It's going great. Glad to be on the show, and I know uh, we're not going to argue too much about running backs, I don't think, this episode. <laughs> I'll purposely bring up running backs on this episode. You know how we do it. And then my brother, SB, is in the building filling in as well. Thank you for stopping through. What's up, SB? What's going on? Salute. Salute. Okay. So we had a little convo in the back uh, before, before we get into the real meat and potatoes of this uh, pod today. Wayne, to being the patriot man that he is, does not like or doesn't feel Mark Sanchez was a good quarterback. Mm. So... I, I want to let's, let's let's get your reasoning behind some of this. All right. Well, uh, first of all, I, I, mean, I, don't, I, mean, I don't think I'm in the minority in believing that. <laughs> I think that there's quite a few people who believe that. Uh, but right. let's just look. I, I mentioned to you when we decided to bring this on. I said he just doesn't do anything well. You know, I mentioned I was a David uh-huh. Carr fan because David Carr had a strong arm. He threw a very nice ball. You know, some guys do certain things well, and Mark Sanchez didn't do anything well. And the proof in that, I know we're going to talk about him beating the Patriots and that Bill Belichick defense, which is the whole thing that he rode that wave and he's still riding it to this day. But the reality is the guy played eight seasons in the NFL. Only twice did he have a completion percentage over 60%, under 60 all the rest of his career. Only three times did he throw more touchdowns than interceptions. Five times he threw more interceptions than touchdowns. He just wasn't good. Okay. I mean, like I said, for me, I do think his time with the Jets is a little underrated. Just as me, my personal opinion. Because of a couple of things. <clears throat> one, I don't believe the New York Jets know how to develop a quarterback. Like, that's number one. They, they just don't know how to do it. I think we have this stigma when it comes to quarterbacks that everybody has to be a pro bowler, all pro type guy in order to win games. When sometimes what, all you need is a guy. As long as he can get the ball to the right, pre- the right people in the right situations, and you can win games, that's all that really matters. I think we're caught up in the superstar. He has to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns in a game in order for us to consider it a good game. Right. Like I'm cool with it. I'm cool with a quarterback throwing for a buck 75, a touchdown, an interception, but he managed the team correctly, didn't put the defense in harm's way, and we still won the game. Yeah. You know, so that's just my end goal is always let's win the game. And sometimes, because I think the term game manager is like a curse word in football. Yeah. And then uh, for me, I, I think like, yeah, if you, if you want to say he's not elite, I'm cool with that. But to completely call it garbage, I think like we overlook like the butt, but the butt fumble. We, I mean, not overlook. We put too much analysis on like the butt fumble thing. And then when he left the Jets, because the, the, the years that you're talking about, I'm looking at right now where he had over 64%, that was on, what, the Eagles? And he really wasn't nobody towards the Eagles. So his completion percentage don't really tell the true story because when he's with the Jets, he brought them back to relevancy too because people forget that time with the Brett Favre before then and before that, they weren't really trash. And then I know it kind of hurts you as a Patriots fan. As me being a Chargers fan, I was actually happy to see y'all get y'all head kicked in around that time. Because <laughs> LT and over there and them boys is over there. But 
I, I think like yeah, he was he was solid, especially for the Jets. I think he was a great quarterback for the look look couple of years. But I think only thing that really hurts Mark Sanchez was that, like you said, the eight years and he died out so fast. So if you want to say he was like an average quarterback, I'm cool with that. But to say like trash, mm, I won't go there. I think he was just the in between guy. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's in the same category as Jamarcus Russell or you know Johnny Manziel or Paxton Lynch. He's not not he's not trash, but right. we said good. Right. And I, I would put him in the same category as like a Trent Dilfer or like a Brad Johnson. If you want to talk about game managers, well, Brad guys, Johnson got Super Bowl. Those guys good, yeah. you know. I mean, that's kind of lowering the bar on the word good. So would you but rather no, have Ryan? I was like, right. would you rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick or Mark Sanchez at their at their prime? Oh, Fitz. Really? Yeah. In their like prime, because he, he he throws a good ball. He does at least one thing good. Like I said, Sanchez <laughs> doesn't do anything good. So okay, the throw the good ball thing is crazy because Peyton Manning didn't throw a good ball. No, he threw a horrible ball. Mm-hmm. But it, but it got there. Right. So yeah. you so you would rather have someone who throws a good ball than someone who gets the ball there. You can throw a good ball and get the ball there. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick played what sixteen years in the NFL because he got the ball there. He's a gun. He was. He took a lot of risk. Yeah, but he was. But he could also throw for 380 yards and four touchdowns, like because he was just a gunslinger. Mark Sanchez wasn't going to beat you that way. Has, he didn't have the, has, how many AFC, how many champ, NFC or AFC championship games has Ryan Fitzpatrick gotten his team to? I don't know if I've ever seen him play in an AFC championship game. Yeah, I don't think Mark Sanchez did it twice. twice. I was saying, yes, yeah, all by himself, carry that team on his shoulders. No, no, the defense had a part in it, but he did his job no, no. as a quarterback. But, but, but I'm saying, he, but he got his team there. I'm not saying he did it by himself. I'm yeah. saying he quarterbacked the team twice to go to the AFC Championship game with his bad ball. If you have the pieces around you, you can do that. Maybe Fitzpatrick never had those pieces around him. Well, maybe he's not that good. Okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe neither <laughs> of them are that good. <laughs> You're not going to talk about Mark Sanchez. You're not going to do that. All right. That was our rant. We we were talking back back behind the screen on that one. Um, so, um, I didn't see the thumbnail, so I don't know if we put it on there. But um, the title of the show was "Don't Call This a Comeback," and um, inspired by one Adrian Peterson, who says he is not yet ready to hang the cleats up, and mentally he's still there. He hasn't thrown it away, and he wants to play in twenty twenty three. And should a team, um talk to him or offer him, you know, a one-year deal or whatever it may be. He's in shape, ready to go, and will take on the challenge of playing in the 2023 season at the ripe old age of 38. So, um, your things. What do you think? Is Do you think a team will take a chance on Mr. Adrian Peterson? And do you think a team should? And would you if you was the head coach, I'll let SB start off because I'm gonna take it to a really dark place. Uh, I, oh, I, say, go. I say, okay. abs- I say, absolutely not. I think bad enough uh, the running back position is a damn breed from looking at it as an elite level where guys are not getting paid. We still got Ezekiel. I think Ezekiel Elliott is still on the market. Austin Eckler is on a trade block as we speak. So if those guys who are they can't get a job, why would the old, why would they want to give a job to an old guy? And there's a lot of running great young running backs that need to play. And I feel like even from from a player side, like you taking a spot away from other young guys who need that spot who don't have that. And then me as an organization, why would I want an older back at a position that's not as valuable? I get you might get them for the cheap, but it's just like can Adrian Peaches still catch at an elite level? 
I know he can maybe still run if that. So it's like now in the game is so dynamic where you got to be uh, dynamic on both sides as the ball. I mean, not both sides on behind the field and outside, you know what I'm saying? Catching the ball and running. So if he can't really do that consistently, I don't necessarily want to. I'd rather take the chance on a young guy, cheaper too, and young legs. I'm taking a chance on that. I'm sorry. So I say no. Okay. I, I see who's that. Uh, I don't want to, I do not want to put you in there. There goes Moby. There goes Moby. I think so. Moby. Or, or say there goes. <clears throat> there go Moby. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna have, I'm gonna reserve mine because because Wayne gonna take this to a dark place right now, and I'm, I'm gonna have to bring us back to the light. So let, let, let's, <laughs> let's let Wayne take us down this dark tunnel that he's about to take us on. Okay, because I will preface by saying I'm a good person. You, you just have to believe me. I'm a really good person. Okay, okay. You, well, you already know when someone starts off with "I'm a good person," yeah. where it's about to go. Oh, it's okay. Let's go, let's go in there. And, let's go uh, in. My take on this is that not only do I think that Adrian Peterson should not be in the NFL, I don't think there's too much that would make me happier than waking up tomorrow and finding out that he killed himself or oh, that he God. died in a car accident. Oh, wow. That's okay. Yeah. We, we went there. Okay, he go ahead. He is a horrible human being. And I think that anybody who hurts children, and by hurts, I mean, you know, whips somebody from their lower back to their ankles, multiple lashes bloody, on a two-year-old, right? I think you deserve to die. You should die in prison. That's he didn't tough. go to prison. Unfortunately, that's somebody should have killed him there. But I, I, I hate this gentleman. There are a few people in the world. I, Ray Carruth, I put him in that category. <laughs> Wait, Ray Carruth? Hate, hate him. I really hope he Wait, does. Ray Carruth? You think AP in that category? Jeez. Yeah, because Wait. he hurts children. That's not okay. He, he's Jeffrey Wait, Epstein. Uh, that's what he is. Oh. Wayne, what? We're going to get demonetized. Okay. Yeah. Here I, we go. I, I, I'm I'm gonna have to throw the, I'm throwing the life rack out. Yeah, you I got to, you. I got you, brother. I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. I think this may this may be part of a of a different discussion, but we're gonna go there today. I love you, Wayne. Okay, I love you. But we're gonna talk about this today. Okay, so Wayne, I'm black. Wayne, you white. AP black. This is true. I grew up <laughs> true. getting hit from my bottom of my foot to the top of my ass with a switch. Mm. Okay, my grandmother did it. My mother did it. My aunts did it. Just the way we grew up. I I got family from the south, family from the north. Like it's just, you know, it's not a. And I understand how it can definitely look to people from the outside. And um, it, it, it also can be cultural as well. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he was right for what he did, but I can also say I understand it because I went through it. Mm -hmm. Okay? So I totally understand, but I'm not going to say he's a bad person because then that would mean my mom and my dad, my grandmother, like I got hit with a lot of things. Like whatever my mother can get a hand on, <laughs> it, it was coming. So, you know, it's not, I, I get it, but I was just talking football. Yeah. I have a football take as well, but we'll get, we'll get to it. Okay. So let's go, we're going to stick to the football. And if he's not Ray Ruth. Ray Ruth put him in. in. 
lost Mel. Yeah, okay. I, I, I thought I was lagging. Yeah, Mel, uh, Mel was out, but that was, yeah, yeah that was my fault. That was my mother. My mother's watching the show, and now mm-hmm. she's calling me talking about, you know, this. Don't be saying I'm beating on yet. Yeah, like, mama, exactly. Don't, 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 play with don't, don't play with mama. Don't do that on that. Don't do that on TV. Talking about, yeah. But you did it. Beating the racetrack <laughs> slippers and fans. <laughs> Woke me up out my sleep with a hanger. Well, and I'll say, I got hit with a belt when I was good. My dad used to use a belt. He'd you know, wrap it up, then he'd, he'd hit me with the belt, right? Mm. Um, and, and I'll say this. I don't hate my – I love my dad. I don't hate him at all, and I don't think he's a horrible person, all right? Mm-hmm. I think he was wrong, but I don't think he was a horrible person. And I also was never hospitalized by my father. So no matter what – how you were raised or how your parents were raised – when you hospitalize a child with your discipline, you have taken it too far. No, no, no. I said, but like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying he's right because you don't know. Like my grand, like I said, my grandmother had a paddle about this long, about that thick. And if you got out of line, you was getting it. Right. So like what, and I, like I said, I'm 45 years old. Wayne, you're closer to my age. So you know, and like I said, I grew up in a time where that was okay, and where Adrian Peterson grew up in the South, yeah, he grew up a different type of way. Everybody grows up different. Right. I like I grew up a certain way, but I don't raise my daughter that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I I understand like not every child needs to be um disciplined through physical contact. Yeah, I can just I can just talk to my daughter. She totally understands. If I raise my voice, if my voice goes too high, she freaks out. Like, oh, calm down. Like, yeah, we can talk about it. I feel I feel you on that too. Cause like it's it's harder when you go in that realm. Yeah, I don't like I can, I'm trying to remember the story about the AJP situation because yes, culturally, well, not even culturally, bro. Just regularly, where we all we all got disciplined different than back back in the days because there wasn't no social media. There wasn't no hope out mental illness. Not trying to take it to that deep. Uh, cry out for help or people in everybody business trying to control how you parent. It was you got discipline a certain way when we was growing up because I'm not too far from y'all mm-hmm. young. I'm 30. So mm-hmm. I, I got discipline that way too. Yes, but if you hospital somebody like yeah, maybe and sometime maybe back then we didn't get probably got that whooping where you probably felt like you needed oh. to go to the hospital. We didn't we didn't we didn't get there. Right. So it, it's 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 tip for tap with that. So I, I kind of stay away from how you discipline the kid because only reason why I left it kind of alone because he said he tried to discipline him with a belt, but maybe AJ Peters, who was a football guy, maybe don't understand his own strength and probably hurt mm-hmm. his kid from his own strength. But he disciplined him, he had the right mindset of discipline. It ain't like he was punching this kid in the face, but wrong is wrong. But I don't, you can't right. necessarily tell me about disciplining their kids. Um, right. Because I mean, also, I, I, got- I feel you, I feel you too, my father. I feel you too about having a girl situation because I also, my perspective from like why I don't want my daughters, I don't want them to feel like a man should be able to put their hands on you. So I would never whoop my daughters. If I had a son, and might, I might whoop my son. That's different because he's, well, a, right. that's what I'm saying. I got, nep- I got nephews. So I got fucked them little niggas up sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all that. <laughs> look, you I apologize. But you got punched them little bastards in the chest. I got a mark underneath my eye right now because. I got out of line with my dad. It really wasn't to my dad or my little brother. That's a whole nother story and a half. But my dad punched me in the face. I don't think my dad's a bad person. He just, you start acting, look, you play silly games, you get silly prizes. That's how it, I grew up in my family. You know, not to say that every family needs that or not every kid needs that. You need to know how to talk to discipline and also after the discipline, 
encourage and uplift your child. Yeah. And that's, you know, as a parent, that's what I do. You know, I don't ever have, I mean, my daughter's not to the point where I got to, you know, mm-hmm. beat her or anything like that. She's pretty, a really good kid. But when we have our situations, it's always, this is what you did wrong, but this is what I like about what you did do. So let's mm-hmm. capitalize on the things that you did do so we never have to worry about what you don't do. And unfortunately, I think we can all agree that millions of unqualified people become parents every day. You know, yeah. and, it, just the way, and even the people who are good at it, we don't know what we're doing. We're flying by the seat of our yeah. pants. There's yeah. no manual for it. I, I've never, ever, ever laid a hand or anything on my daughter. Like you said, I have a daughter too, so maybe it's different because girl, I, I girl, girl, movement in here. I, right. girl, movement. I also know that what I learned in psychology, because I took psychology in college, mm-hmm. is that there's never a need to hit a child, any child, right? Like there's always an alternate way. Hey, parents do it out I'm, of frustration. I'm gonna send my nephews over to your house. You they tell get fru- me. Parents get yeah. frustrated. You take it out on them because you're frustrated with them. It's not because you're trying to teach them a lesson. It's because you're frustrated and you want them to stop. And you don't know the the other way to get them to stop is a lot longer, more complicated, more painful for you. So why not do it the easy way, which is the physical way? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna send my nephew. I'm gonna send my nephews to your house for a week, oh, Wayne. Have my, grandma, have my grandma call you. Look. My grandma from the south. <laughs> she's be, no, you gotta pop them sometimes. You get a switch. <laughs> sometimes, look. Sometimes you gotta hit them, and it's okay. It's all right. It's, it's you know, it's it it's all in love. It's all out of love. It's all out of love. But I want to hear your all football right. perspective. Why though? Why now let's go to the football. Pers- yeah, let's go to the football stuff. Okay, yeah, the football stuff I had on him, obviously, is that he averaged 2.6 yards per carry when he last played over a year ago. He didn't play last season. So the season before that, he averaged 2.6 yards per carry. The year before that, when he was with the Lions, he averaged 3.9 yards per carry. So even if he wasn't 113 years old, you know, 176 years old, right? even if he wasn't, you know, uh, Joe Lewis in uh, Coming to America, right? He is, mm-hmm. even at his healthiest two years ago, <laughs> He's he's not good enough to play in the NFL right now. He's not. He's a big name, but he's not good enough. Okay. Yeah. My my nephews are Tasmanian devil. Like they. <laughs> like he got on his nephew. Hey, I got. I got, a question. I got mm-hmm. a question for you guys. Do you think if Adrian Peterson really wanted to go to the NFL, do you think it would have benefited him to play in the XFL this season, maybe, and show his worth? No, he's. Fine. I would. I, I'm. I'm. A, I think I'm. I'm going to go this way. If depending on the team, Adrian Peterson might be what they need. No one says that he has to be the starting running back. No one says he has to be the backup running back. He can just be a situational guy. Okay. Let's take the Kansas City. Let's take a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. I get Pacheco is a great, he's a good running. I don't want to say great. He's a good running back. Okay. But to take some of the wear and tear off of him when it's third and one. And you tried in Adrian Peterson, that's a good option. Because you're not asking him, you're not asking him to go out there, you're not asking him to get 12 to 15 touches a game. I just need you to get the first down when I need it. And when I get inside the red zone, when I'm inside the 10-yard line, can you get me some hard tough some hard tough yards? But wouldn't it be hard because now if you get him a situational uh on the field, everybody knows you're gonna run the ball. But that but then that plays into me as an offensive coordinator. I want you to think that. I want you to pinch yeah. down. Because when I run the play action, I'm gonna F you up. Okay. I'm not saying he doesn't need to he doesn't need to be a number one. He doesn't even need to be a number two. Hmm. But if 
to San Diego Chargers because Austin Eckler is a smaller guy and you want to kind of preserve him a little bit and you want somebody to get those tough two, three yards here and there, mm-hmm. that Adrian Peterson. And he's going to be super cheap. It's not like you're not paying him a boatload of money. You'll maybe pay him $2 million, maybe. Probably, if that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know, there's probably not a lot of guys you can sign that can get 2.6 yards per carry, right? I mean, there's, you know, for the same money. <laughs> no, you can't. I go, I go with the young legs. I'm taking the young legs. I'm just saying, if it's, I'm just, I'm, I'm going, to, I'm just going on the end, on the other side of it because one, he's what? I think they said he's 30 yards away from passing 15,000 and another 357 from passing Barry Sanders. I'll do that. Oh, right, don't let this why. guy get any more accolades. Mm, that's why he's coming back. He already Hall of Famer. I don't think what else can he really prove. Let me see. No, I'm just saying. But I'm just like if if it's work. I mean, if I'm the Vikings, I do it. I do it mm. from the Vikings. Mm. I wouldn't because you want to you want to sell out you want to sell out games for him to break milestones. Ezekiel Elliott's still unsigned. You want to sign Adrian Peterson over Ezekiel Elliott? Ezekiel Elliott's going back to the Cowboys. Okay. For the cheap? You sure? They, re- they said they were, from everything that I read, they're restructuring his contract and he's going back to the Cowboys. Now they released him, though. No, to, re- to restructure his contract. Oh, okay. And then Adrian Peterson, Zach Aryards is uh, 14918 You You could just get more production out of 100 other people. But you're not. But, think, but no. But but you're not asking him. That's what they were. The Vikings already have Dalvin Cook. The Chargers already have Austin Eckler. You know, I'm not saying he's going to a team to be the number one guy. He's going there to just be a situational dude that comes with. You know what? By week six, he could pass Barry Sanders in a home game against the goddamn Lions. Right, That's the only way you're mention. You're signing him for the name, not for the production. Yes. No, I'm getting no, I'm getting I'm going I'm doing it for both. I'm going to get the production. Why would I okay, why would I sign a younger dude mm-hmm. for 4 million dollars? 4 million. But I can sign over time, over four, four over four over 4 years. I'm going to say no, over time. Yes. When I can just when I can just pay him league minimum 750,000. Because running backs is the most physical position that's on the offensive side, and young legs are valuable. But he's not old legs. But he's not. But he got the practice squad for fifty grand. But he's not. But he's not going to. But he's not playing every day. What if he get hurt? Neither's the practice squad guy. I'm good. He's better than the practice squad guy. Is he? Is he? Is he? Nah, I don't know. But who we talk? But like I said, that's why I said it depends on the team. If he go back to the okay, who who is the uh? Cowboys. Who's the backup running? Who's who's the backup running back for the for who's the backup running back for the um for the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, Mattinson. Yeah, Mattinson. I'm taking yeah. Mattinson. Uh huh. Over all AP. I'm I would sorry. take him over AJ Peterson. I'll take him To do what? He's he's not doing anything. To run two point six yards if I need him to. Yeah, I'm taking. The but other he can't. He can't do that. <laughs> He's on know. an NFL roster. He can run two points. I, I'm gonna look up his carries. I bet you he averaged about three and a half yards a carry. Chargers got Austin Eckler on the train block, and I still don't want Adrian Peterson. But he's not supposed to be the number one. That's not what I'm saying. No, not I, I, I'm not. I want him as number two, three, or nothing. I don't want him at all. I don't think okay. he's really no production. That's just me personally. Okay. 
That's it. Like I said, for, if you if you're going to for me, if I am going to look at what I am going to use him for, it's the same way that why Cam Newton is not a fucking quarterback in the NFL right now. That makes no sense to me. You can put packages together to suit the the skill set of Cam Newton to fix to help your team. But what, I would what's sign this? Cam Newton to play running back before I'd sign Adrian Peterson. No, nah, I'm not. Yeah, now nah, that's wild. But that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But now nah, what? You just need what, one yard. Even if the Cam Newton situation, right? What situation have you ever seen where the quarterback split reps and it worked? It never works. No. No, no. I'm not saying split reps. I'm saying. Y'all miss, you don't split reps with a quarterback. You never do that. What I'm saying is with a dude like Cam, if I am in – once I get into the red zone, I have a certain package based on what the defense is doing, and then I make decisions on if I want to bring him in. And should my quarterback get hurt, I have him to back it up. So, wait, you're so saying- I – Obviously, so obviously, it's perfect. My fault, cut you out way, and you go after me. So you said my charges, right? We signed Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, get us to the red zone. You want to take Justin? Herbert no, 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 no. I me. said based. No, I said based on what the defense is doing. No, I'm because, saying the defense do what you saying, like when you need the quarterback to run. So you not every, not at, not no, not every single time. No, not this is not this is not a every single time we get inside the twenty. I'm gonna pull my starter out. No, I'm saying. Okay, cool. They've been doing this thing. I've been watching it. I want to see if I can take advantage of it right now. And then Justin Herbert is a bad example because Justin Herbert can do what Cam does. Oh, run. Okay. Well, I, I hear what you're saying because you're saying kind of utilize him like the Saints utilize Taysom Hill. And Right, but a better saying, version. And I have no problem with that. Right. I think if you go to Cam Newton and you say, hey, we want to utilize you as like Taysom Hill for a million dollars a year. If he says yes, go for it. But I don't think he's going to say yes. I think he will. I think well, just because he wants, I, I feel he wants to be in the league. And on top of it, yeah. if it's a team, <clears throat> let's just take it. Let's say he's the backup. Okay, this is a big ass hypothetical, and I don't even want to wish this on nobody because this would be irritating. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say the Jets are as good as everybody thinks they are, and let's just say Cam Newton is the backup quarterback to have the option to inside the red zone. Have a guy like Cam throw a wrinkle every once in a while into that offense is a luxury. I'm not saying it's a necessity. I say it's a luxury. Right. Yeah. No, I think all I'm saying. But no, nah, nah, I think that was a bad pick too because I think Aaron Rodgers. Somebody said Cam ego. Aaron Rodgers ego too big to even allow that to happen. You, you'll be. Well, be that's well, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Number one shouldn't have an ego. That's number one. He do though. He do though. That's a. That's the problem. I, I won't say he should, but he do though. And I do, do hope though. the Jets are as good as I think they're going to be because that means that they're going to be two and fifteen. I rate, we did their schedule. I said six, my my prediction they win in at most six games. Yeah, the Jets are going to jet. I don't. I don't know. I, I disagree. I think they're going to win more than. I got to look at the schedule again, but because their defense was as good as they was, they was competitive with a bad quarterback situation. And a guy like Aaron Rodgers can win use a couple games with that defense. That's it. I, I believe more in the defense than the offense. But I'm telling you, I think Aaron Rodgers, if he could just be a game manager, which he can, or in better, they're gonna be perfectly fine. I can see him win at least like eight, eight, nine game, eight, nine plus. That schedule was brutal. I got, I got to check. I'm gonna look at their schedule right now. That's why I got. I, I, have, I have them going zero and yeah. two to the Patriots and zero and two to the. Um, oh, the Patriots gonna lose all that. Y'all, y'all. Tra- I'm sorry to say, y'all trash. 
trash. <laughs> I'm saying no eleven way. is the Patriots. That's fine. I don't. I don't. Because I don't. Look, look, look like this. Mac Jones, quarterback. Look, listen, listen, listen. This is how you know the Patriots gonna be good. This is how you know. They already got a suspension and a fine for coaching shit. Oh, oh, because they. Oh, it's in, y'all in trouble. Bill is in his bag right now. They took two OTA practices away from them. Bill is in his bag. Oh, y'all in trouble. Hey, look, they, Bill said, "What y'all saying? I ain't know, but now Tom, we losing. Oh yeah, let's get these playbooks yeah. out there. Let's let's learn. Yeah, what, when the, when the Patriots start getting fined, the league is in trouble. Okay, first the league four, is in I'm trouble. Let's do the first four games. They got the Bills, the Cowboys, the Patriots, the Chiefs. I see them two and two. I see them losing to the Bills. Two and two where? I see them losing to the Bills. They beating the Cowboys. They beating the Patriots. Then they go lose to the Chiefs. Nah, brother." They go. They go. They might go over four in that stretch. They're gonna get the number one. They, pick they, they not lose to the Patriots or the Cowboys. I can guarantee that. I stand on it. I'll be back okay. here. To, I'll be back here week four. Look, tell you this. look. I'll we did this. Here, we, we did this last week, and uh, we'll have look. We'll bring you back on the show when the season's over. We can talk about it again. Matter of fact, we'll bring you in after week after during week, week five. Week five. I'm gonna come back week five, and, and then we'll, we'll see where we at. Yeah, at seven, seven at best they win seven games. At best, I don't know. The schedule, yeah, yeah, yeah. That schedule brutal. Uh, let me see: Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, Broncos, Eagles, Giants. I mean, last Chargers, year's Aaron Rodgers Patriots. is better than Zach Wilson, but you know, just yeah, like, way better, slightly. Yeah. I was I was wrong about Zach Wilson. I believed in him too. I ain't no, I think he has to get out of it. I don't, like I said, I said this earlier. I don't believe the Jets know how to do anything with quarterbacks. I just don't believe they know what to do with him. He needs to go somewhere else. He needs to get out of it. He has to go. Yeah, he got you. I thought he was the best quarterback in his draft class. I, thought, I, oh, I, I believe. I believe he's. I believe he's. I believe he's talented. I I believe he's a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the best quarterback in that draft. But I do believe he's a very good quarterback. But yeah. when you go to the Jets, you you have, you have no hope. Zero. Well, at least he's better than Trey Lance. I can tell you that. Trey Lance, I don't know what his issue is. Yeah. Um, he just keep getting hurt. Yeah, but he in, complete, he in the complete opposite situation of what you said with the Jets. The San Francisco 49ers can do something with quarterbacks. Yeah, if you're not in the field. Yeah. yeah but he, he, he didn't look good either to me, though. No, nah, well, he looked pretty good while he was playing. He look average to me. I'm sorry. I, I feel like Cal Shanahan make anybody look good. I'm sorry. See, but I think that's the problem right there is that we put a lot of respect on what Cal Shanahan can do with an offense that we don't really give. Not that he's done it with any real quarterbacks anyway, but right. my personal opinion. <laughs> um, so you can take that for what it is. I mean, the, what quarterback did he have? Matt Ryan. Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Um when he was in um when he was in Washington, I'll give him I mean he had RG3. That, that's and, that's that's a whole different debacle. If you <laughs> if he, if you want to talk about how they did somebody wrong, that's a different debacle. Right well, now. that wasn't a Kyle Shanahan thing. That was the dumbass Jay Gruden. Mm-hmm. So Yes, the Jets are definitely a bum franchise. Um, yeah, nobody denying that. Nobody's gonna deny that at all. No. Um, I want to talk about 
Um, D Hop. Okay. Talk about D Hop. He got relieved by the Cardinals. Um, each of y'all, give me your top three landing spots in your mind for D Hop. Wayne, you go first. The, uh, Boy. And if you say the Patriots, I'm gonna take you. Off I, I, I don't. I don't want him on the Patriots. Not for any amount of money. Not even for a million dollars. You're crazy. Okay, you're crazy. But that's um, I'm not sure where he. I guess uh, Kansas City, number one. Uh, I would love to see him land there. Um, okay. He has. To, he has to go somewhere where he doesn't have to do it. Where the quarterback can do it for him. Patrick Mahomes can do it for him. Uh, but so you don't think Hop is good? I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying that the guy played ten games two years ago and nine games last year. And last year. When you look at his catch percentage and his drop percentage, he was as good as Russell Gage and KJ Osborne. So I that's mean, because he had a crappy quarterback. But we're not going to go there. That's mm. why he dropped so many balls. But um, mm. I'm just saying mm. that mm. you know the reality is he's not as good as he was four years ago or three years ago. So he needs okay. a situation where a quarterback can make him good. Patrick Mahomes can make him good. Josh Allen, the Bills, can make him good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati, you know, uh, Joe Burrow can make him good. Uh, even you know uh, Chargers. I mean, Justin Herbert's that kind of quarterback. We don't. Want uh, I see you shaking your head. I'm shaking my head about the Patriots too. Trust me. But I'm just saying him. that he needs a quarterback who can make him good. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to see him go somewhere where he's expected to be. You know, 2019 D Hop. Hmm. SB, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna say the same thing. I don't want D Hop because on my charge, we got enough of injured receivers problem. I don't question his talent. I think if you put D-Hop with a well, nice he wasn't, he's not. He's not injured problem, though. I, look, listen, I, I did deal with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen playing eight, nine games, too. I don't want another quarter, another receiver doing the same thing. I'm good. As a Chargers well, fan, to... I'm good. I, it's nothing you can tell to me. I am okay. good. He, he, he get hurt too much. That's the only problem with D-Hop. I think D-Hop can be elite as a, as a, as a Chargers fan. I don't want him to go to the Chiefs, so I'm not going to put him on our list. I'm going to say anyway in the NFC. So he can either go to the – hmm, I say the Eagles would be a nice place for him to go. Um, what else in the NFC? I don't want to go nowhere in the AFC, honestly. Now, that's me being biased as a Chargers fan. I'm being a fan. Um, Ravens, even though that's AFC, that's a good place that he can go. What place does like really need a receiver, a number two or number? So you're saying any, anywhere that he could be the number three guy? Or number, no, I, no, I think I think he could be a good number two, a number two. Not in the Eagles or the uh, who's the Ravens? Ravens, I think Ravens he'd be a number two. I don't know. Shit, I think he wants to be in the one. Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, I don't what think about what about much. what about if he goes to like the Seahawks? Him, DK. Yeah, it would lock it, and because again, you got guys taking the pressure off him. Pressure off him, yeah. Or he could go. I wouldn't say. I was going to say San Fran, but he would be the number one guy there and expected to do things that he can't oh, do. He's anymore. definitely a, no. He's not. He's definitely not number one in San. Oh, but Debo? Nah, I can't do that. No, he's definitely number three. I say. I say. I'm gonna say, Eagles, Cowboys, and maybe the Saints, maybe. Because the Saints know what they do with their receivers on the Saints. I just don't want to, I don't want them to go nowhere to AFC that could make anybody team strong to wow. get in my charge way. But Chiefs, I know he'd be excellent on the Chiefs, but I don't want him going. I don't want him to go to the Chiefs okay. at all. I don't. Yeah. I'll be mad okay. because because he could be a legit number two. Don't really have to do that much. Just a bomb it. That's another guy that Patrick Mahomes can knock it down a a, a damn of a pass to. Because I don't question D Hop skills when he's still on the on the field. He can make some plays, but now he got Travis Kelsey next to him. Where he don't really, but Travis Kelsey getting all the pressure, and you got D Hop in single coverage. 
I think he can still do his dance. Okay. Um, I'm going to stand firm on the three that I believe. Okay. Um, I do believe because, and I'm going with because these are teams that express, team, well, players on the teams that I'm about to mention express interest. So we'll see what happens. Oh, okay. Um, Devontae Adams said that him and D-Hop would be disgusting. It would be. And open. I mean, in, in Las Vegas. That would be crazy. I still don't like the quarterback, but that's what it is. It is what it is. Um, the other one um, was also Kansas City. I don't want to see him in Kansas City. I don't think he fits what Kansas City does, me personally. And I don't think he fits what Buffalo does. Because I think at this Buffalo needs a guy that, that can take the top off the defense. They have an intermediate guy in Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, the other place I can, the other place I think he would really fit would be Dallas. I think Dallas too. CD Lamb needs him. Him in Dallas would be would fit well. But the one team I think that he goes to, they automatically become the Super Bowl favorite. Is Cleveland. Mm. He goes to Cleveland. You put you pair him with Elijah Moore and um, Amari Cooper. Uh, Amari Cooper with that running game and that defense, with the fact that him and Deshaun already have that chemistry that they that they had when they was in Houston. Mm. You have some. You you you're working, and Deshaun already said he wants him in Cleveland. Yeah, well, he was four years younger when he was in Houston, so <laughs> this isn't the same player. But, but you're not asking. But the thing is, you're not asking him to be that D hop because you have Elijah Moore and you have Amari Cooper. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. And it's fine. He's a good fit there. I don't know if he makes them a Super Bowl contender. I mean, it's a team right. of you don't like got seven enough, and nine. You don't got, last year. You don't got enough DBs to cover that because you, you still got David Njoku. Like you don't got you don't got enough DBs for that. That's and they got and they got Chubb too in the backfield. That's yeah, that would be disgusting. But do, yeah, my question also is: I get, do you can you depend on Cleveland defense to still be as good as they was? Because I, I don't think Clowney back there. No, I don't think Clowney is still there too. But they, but they brought they brought they brought in Smith. They, oh oh oh! I forgot they did bring in Zedarius Smith. They might be actually good. I forgot. I Every, forgot about that. I they, forgot about that. Everything that they everything that they lost, they replaced it with as good or better. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland. I think Cleveland should be the move then. If I was him, and then go with somewhere a quarterback where you're familiar with too. That yeah, would the Ravens is a good. I mean, the Ravens. I think he would go. I think he'd be a good spot for the Ravens too. Because if you pair him, like Duvernay will be back. He'll be healthy. Rashard Bateman is a stud. I'm just waiting for him to be healthy. I just I'm just waiting for him to become healthy. If once Rashard Bateman is healthy, he's going to be a problem. He's going to be. And then you still got OBJ, and then you got D Hop. You Nelson still got Mark Andrews, Nelson Aguilar. Like they have weapons, weapons. Like they gave you, like they told them, they they told Lamar, they're like, look, you want to throw that thing, we're gonna give you weapons to throw it. Yep. Make it happen. So we're gonna yeah, so we're gonna see. Yeah, so we're gonna see. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not against the Ravens. I think. I think the Ravens. I think he's the guy that you would. You would just look at, and he he'll be your chain mover. Like yeah. when we need a we need 11 yards, go get 12, so we can move these chains. I got a question for y'all too. Since the D hop is like the main topic, what what do you guys think will be the worst situation for him to go to? The worst. Yeah, the worst. Atlanta. Hmm. Don't talk about Atlanta because I think I think they 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 did Cal Pitts a disjustice by drafting him. 
I, I do like Atlanta. I think he'd be a good fit in Atlanta with with London no, and Pitts. No and, quarter, no quarter, no quarterback. No quarterback. Yeah. No quarterback. They waste the Cal Pitts away right now. Cal Pitts would be probably one of the best re- tight ends yeah. in the league right now. Because you said yourself that you, he's going to need a quarterback to make him. Right. Yeah, so then probably the, the Colts are probably a bad fit. Um, Colts a bad fit. Colts any bad. any team any team with a young quarterback bad fit. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you one. I think the bad fit him. Is, I say the Denver Broncos. I don't trust. No, no. I think that might that I didn't even think about the Broncos. That might probably that might be one of the better spots for him. You think so? Yeah. Of, is it because of Sean Payton or Russell Wilson? Both. Because of Sean, be because of Sean one, Payton. Though. He doesn't have to be the number one. He's a, he'll end up being the number three. Wait, who's the number one in, in Denver? Either Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy, whichever one. But both of those guys are kind of number two receivers that have yeah, to be. Yeah, I'm going to say, mm, I don't know. Nah, Judy, 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 Judy the one. To be number one. He ain't show it, though. He ain't showed it yet. They could be a consistent. No, he only, been, he only been in the league two years. I know, but I'm talking about from that team perspective, not the league perspective, but that team perspective. He showed that he can't do it yet. Well, he what he since he's been there, they've been through a shitty head coach, and they fired the first coach. Oh, okay, I, I, respectfully, I give him the benefit of the doubt for that. Okay, respect. Yeah, I, I'm I, with with Sean Payton. Yeah, I, I think you will. We're going to see a totally different Jerry Judy. I can see that. I can see that because Jerry Judy not he nice. He is nice. I think that's another place where I think they wither him away to uh, wasting the elite talent. On one team, it's not that's tough. Yeah, yeah three number two. Yeah, put him on that team. You got three number twos, kind of all vying for the number one spot. That's but the, three that's, number two. No, that's ideal. If you got three number twos, I'm I okay would, with that. That's why you go to the Kansas City Chiefs because you see Juju Smith. He made Juju look good again. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah like certain that. quarterbacks can. Yeah, Lions can make Lions can make anyone look good. No, they can't. They make everybody look bad. Yeah, I don't know about them. They had one good year. Don't let them fool you. I do love Hendon Hooker. Yeah. But that's that's a next year thing. I like. Uh, no, I said Hend- I said Hendon Hooker will be the quarter. He'll be the starting quarterback by week nine. I like Swift. I like he'll be ready. Swift. He'll be ready. He'll be ready. Because he's throwing everything now, so he's still you know working out the ACL. But I say by week four, he should be really, really, really good. And Jared Goff will fuck it all up by then, and then you know, a couple more weeks. Hey, give it to the boy. Well, even if Goff is playing good, I still say replace him because I mean he's not your future. He's on his last year of his deal. Yeah, no, I, I that I predicted that that that's what they should have done is take a quarterback like Hendon Hooker, somebody that you got forced to play right away, yeah. so that come the middle of the season, you can just be like so we're gonna pull the plug, see what the young kid got, and keep it moving. <laughs> Shut up, goat, and you right. Fuck, all right, no oh, more talking about the Lions. Yeah, next subject, next subject. We talking about the Lions. No more, talk, no more talking yeah, about the Lions. He did it. He, he damn sure did, too. All right. Um, keeping up with uh, – let's go with – I'm going to go back to the Raiders here. Um, so, y'all heard the news. Tom Brady um, is now an official owner of the – of the let's say Baltimore – of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Tell me how you feel about it. I thought – I knew this was happening – Two years ago, but you know he was still playing football at the time. It's a smart business decision. I mean, each percent—I don't know how much he owns. Mm-hmm. It hasn't come out yet how much he owns or how much he paid for it. But each percent of that franchise costs about fifty million dollars. Uh, his net worth is about five hundred and twelve. 
So mm-hmm. I'm thinking he probably bought about 2%, which is, you know, $100 million. And if you look at that team, that team was worth $800 million 10 years ago. Now they're worth $4 billion. So mm-hmm. if you figure he's going to invest $100 million that 10 years from now is going to be worth $500 million, good investment. Yeah. yeah. I think um, I think that was a good investment just from the Raiders' perspective. First of all, the Raiders have great fan bases from L.A. for sure. Because I trust me, I know when when we played the Raiders, it looked like a Oakland Raiders. It looked like the Las Vegas Raiders home game when we played the Chargers versus the Raiders. Then they got fan bases in Oakland. Now they build it up in Vegas. So you got a triangle of great fan bases who's going to invest into the team. So they're going to keep their win, lose, or draw. The Raiders have that. They like the New York Knicks. <laughs> no, for this year, they like the Knicks. They can lose, the fans are gonna see support. They can win, the fans gonna support them. They can do nothing, the fans gonna support them. So I think Tom Brady getting a, getting an investment with them is the perfect investment because I don't think it's not a lose lose situation money wise. No matter what the team do, they can win, they can lose, they can do nothing. Tom Brady could go play on the team. They can they can make more money. So I think that's a great investment for him. That's he making one step closer to becoming trying to own a team. So I think well, that's I think I think that's his ultimate goal. That's I think that's his ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, and the money he's going to make from the Raiders is going to help him purchase um, one of these NFL teams, whatever it may be. Um, so to piggyback off of that, Devontae Adams, um, he said some stuff in the in the in the media, which is you know I'm always cool with with the I mean with with Devontae Adams talking because I don't mind him. Um. He was just like, you know, him and the coaching staff didn't see eye to eye on some of the decisions that were made um, moving forward. I kind of wonder what he's talking about. I know what I think he's talking about. Um, but then old Goofy, that's who I call Josh Daniels, um, says that he, you know, we value his opinion and he's earned the rights to voice his opinions and stuff like that. So, you know, we do. Um, listen when someone like him talks. Um, before I get to the second part of this, y'all tell me, um, should Devontae Adams have some say-so in what should be happening? I think he should. I think he came there to play football with Derek Carr. He didn't, you know, he grew up a Raider fan, 100%, but a big chunk of him coming to Las Vegas was that his best friend was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And you and you got rid of his best friend. Yep. And if you valued his opinion, I think you would have talked to him like, "Hey, so this is what we're trying to do. Do you? What do you think?" Because I think you should. I think they at at worst, you give Derek Carr one more season to prove himself. At best, you give him one more season. But um, you guys, tell me what you how you guys did. Well, when you go, you go out one first, last time. You go ahead. Okay. I've always been one of those people who kind of likes the saying, stay in your lane, right? Mm. GMs draft and sign players, coaches coach players, players play. And so for me, if I'm a coach, I'm more than happy to listen to feedback. If I'm a GM, I'm happy to listen to feedback, but I'm not going to give you say. That was the whole thing when, remember Deshaun Watson wanted to say and who the head coach was going to be? And and the one exception to the rule really is, is a superstar quarterback. Like Patrick Mahomes should absolutely be able to say, hey, listen, I want this guy on the team and you should listen very hard to what he has to say because of how good he is. But mm-hmm. a wide receiver, a wide receiver should have no pull whatsoever on the team. I mean, if he wants to give me his feedback, I'll listen, but then he can leave the office and I'm going to do my job and I'm not really going to care what he had to say uh, because he's a wide receiver. A wide receiver should never have, running back should have even less say. 
Okay, question. Just devil's advocate here. Why should the star receiver have less say so than the star quarterback? Because the star quarterback has his hands on the ball in every single play, and the receiver doesn't. But you don't have a star quarterback, so should the star receiver? Have well, then nobody gets a say. No. So you believe in just total disruption of the team? I don't believe in having every team should have a player advocate. I'm saying that if you happen to have a superstar quarterback, listen to what he has to say. If you don't, then you don't have to listen to anybody. That's crazy. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. My, I come from football. Um, mm. My uncle, head coach, been head coach forever, just got inducted into the semi-pro Hall of Fame as a head coach. And one of his sayings was, I treat everybody fairly, but I don't treat everybody equally. Yeah. And when you don't have the quote-unquote star quarterback, then you go to who your best player is. If your best player just happens to be the wide receiver, you have to listen to him. Because what happens is he's still your best player, your best player. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. Like So his input is very important because the last thing you need is your best player not on board with what's happening because that can torpedo everything. So when you, I get what you're saying. If you got the star quarterback, cool. The wide receiver's word and all his say so, it becomes secondary, maybe even third, fourth, or fifth. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have that star quarterback, hey man, what do you think we should do? You got to talk to him because you got to keep him happy. Yep. For me, I think yes, a hundred percent. Devonte Adams should have a say so. I know Wayne, we was we was coasting together, agreeing everything, but this is where I hop off the ship and disagree with you. From the point of you signed this guy, and I guarantee you, with signing him with whatever his trade or not, I'm trying to remember how you got that. Was it a trade or they just signed the trade up? It was a trade. I, I believe, right? No, they signed. They signed him. So I guarantee you, within signing him, he asked for certain promises, and I know Derek Carr was part of the promise, and he also knew the possibility because Derek Carr has been on a rocky road with the Raiders that if it's possible that he might leave. You got to mm-hmm. give a guy who's going to catch 80% of the passes a say-so who he want him to throw him the ball. You have to. You have to look and see what does he want because he is the best guy. Because you can't say, I don't care what the best wide receiver has to say when he got to catch 80% of the passes. Target is going to be, because I guarantee you, if he like, okay, well, if I lose Derek Carr, cool, I understand the business of football, he probably would have won the Aaron Rodgers. But you didn't do that. So I think, yes, uh, a guy who is the next best guy should have a say-so as a receiver. Also, as a guy who you sign a free agency, and trust me, to get a guy to come from a situation where, you know, every team in the league would love to sign him, I know he had promises, and I know they guaranteed him say-so. So I, I you can't just necessarily say that. It's, it's the business of football that comes tonight. If he was like the third receiver, nobody cares what the third receiver say, but he is the guy. The guy, because I guarantee you, no matter who, what, who was the quarterback, which is Jimmy G, eighty percent of those passes gonna go in D Hop. I mean, not D Hop, Devontae Adams hands. So you mm-hmm. have to value his opinion. I don't care who. I, I get it. We value the quarterback more than anything. That's why the MVP only go to quarterbacks, which is mm-hmm. a problem that we need to get away from. Every position deserves a certain amount of value if you putting in the most work. Like, guess what? And the, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. You said the running back value uh, opinion. Hold on. I'm at, I mean, I'll go ask Wayne this. Wayne, who's the most important person on the Tennessee Titans? Uh, Derrick Henry. So Thank you. I just wanted to say. No, 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 no I just wanted to say. 
No, he don't like, like running backs, so wait, it hurts. Wait, it's crazy like you say that, right? <laughs> because it's crazy you say that. Because what I would just really say, if you go to New York, and I guarantee you, Saquon Barkley opinion is more valued than Dame Jones, a hundred percent. It should be. It it, it, it better be. be. It better be. So it just depends on situational. It's, it, it all yeah, it just, like I said, it just depends on the team. Like I'm not listening to Daniel Jones over Saquon. No, sir. Yeah, like who who's the who's the Third, who's this, the number one receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, Travis Kelsey. Outside of Travis Kelsey, I'm receiver. I'm going to tell you. Nobody even fucking know. I'm not listening to him. Yeah. <laughs> whatever Patrick, Mah- whatever <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, whatever Patrick Mahomes says, cool. Yeah. I got you. I'm not listening. I mean, the only difference is like if Stephon Diggs say something in Buffalo over Josh Allen, I'll listen to Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen. Totally different story. I don't think he's no. the lead quarterback. So, no, I don't know. I don't think. I agree with you that he didn't start looking elite until he got Stephon Diggs. But that's I, what I'm I, saying. I, like, I don't think. I don't. I don't think he's an elite. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I don't. I'm not you saying that, but Josh Allen been there, so they're gonna go with the guy who been there, even if he's not elite. That's it's it's an in different in different scenarios. A different scenario. Yeah, I get you. I get it. And one of the things that I kind of wanted to to clarify and, and why we differ on this opinion is obviously earlier in the show, we talked about different cultures, right? And the NFL teams have different cultures, right? Mm-hmm. And this culture over here, right? Is that in Bill, they don't Trump, value nobody. They don't they're, value they're nobody. pieces in the machine and that's mm-hmm. all they are. And it's yep. like, and Bill just, and you know what, when you ask Bill, you say, what, why should we trust that? He goes, I don't know. The last 25 years. Right, so it's basically. But it was all. Working. It was all Tom Brady. That's yeah. what it was. It's been all working. We trust Bill and Bill. We trust. We say it all through New England and Bill. And, we trust and, and Brady. Y'all trust. That'd be and if I don't care, I think Matthew Judon's probably their best player, right? If Matthew Judon goes and says, "Hey, Bill, I want to have some input on this draft pick," he would be traded the very next day. Like no way. But that's it. But that's. But I don't see. But also to a fault, that's what kind of hurts Bill Belichick. Sometimes. Because because he thinks that he's the smartest guy in the room. And sometimes you have to be able to understand that those 11 guys on the field, mm. they have a different outlook on it than you do. Mm. Like those 11 guys, like my, the one thing about my uncle, he always said, he was like, look, I can't do everything. Y'all are on the field. Mm-hmm. Like, you you play next to him. I coach him, but you play next to him. Right. So yeah. you tell me what you see. Because I may see one thing, and you may see something totally different, but I need to value your opinion on it because he's playing next to you. But that's different. So genius recognizes genius, right? And so I think Bill Belichick talks all the time about how when Randy Moss was there, he says one of the smartest players he's ever coached in his entire life. And he said, Randy Moss taught me things about receiver I didn't even know. You know, Randy Moss only know one thing, but, run straight. I'm telling you, the guy, he knows well, he he can't <laughs> and so, so Bill says, all right, That's I learned a lot from Randy Moss. But there's a difference between saying, no, you're not. on the field. Do that. I say, in my opinion, my opinion, he's the best. Okay, opinion. okay, 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 your opinion. Your opinion. Your opinion. So there's a difference between taking somebody's advice or their opinion about the field when they're on the field actually playing and then taking their advice about managing the team. So No, no, because, because what happens is, okay, why I said it the way I said it was because if you are, if he does ask for a draft pick, if he's saying, yo, I think we need a new defensive end. 
He's like, why? Because so-and-so is getting my ass whooped because he's not doing X, Y, and Z. Oh, but I'm looking at such and such and this. He's like, no, no, no. Understand me when I tell you. Because I'm playing next to him. I'm watching what's happening. I'm a recipient of what he's not doing. So, in that concept, when he says, hey, man, you might want to look to replace him, you got to think, why is he asking you that? So, you, so it, makes you, it makes you go back and look a little deeper. Let me watch a little more film now. Let me see mm-hmm. what you see. Mm-hmm. Now you get to, you know what? Yeah, I see that now. He is getting, you know, he's not getting to the outside as much. That tackle is controlling him a bit too much. Maybe we do need because now you get a you get a totally different picture. It's hard for any coach to watch eleven people at one time. Yeah. But it's easier for someone to, to recognize who's standing next to them and what they are and what they are not doing. Yeah. And, and again, I think that's, that's all I'm saying. And I'm just saying, and it's different too. Like I agree. Like Josh McDaniels uh, is not a great head coach, right? And, and that's no, my whole thing. He's a, Horrible is, head coach. Is that unless horrible. he cheating? Unless he cheating. He's a great. He look. He's a. I like him as the OC. Yeah. Like him as the OC. I do not like him as the. Unless he cheating. And that's why I'm saying it's different from, it's different <laughs> from team to team because I do feel like there is very little that somebody on the field sees that Bill doesn't see. Unless I feel like he sees everything. Whereas, no, okay. I'm just saying in, in general when you compare him to other head coaches, like I mean, he's he sees everything. Other head coach again. If you want to say, hey, you know, maybe Josh McDaniels should be listening to Devontae Adams. I'm just saying, here in New England, I wouldn't trust a single player's opinion over Bill Belichick's. That's that's rough, man. That's tough. That's tough. But I'm, you know, look, I can't, I can't argue with you because one, I'm not in that locker room, so I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Two, we got 20 plus years. Of Bill Belichick. Now, whether you want to say it's Brady or Belichick or Brady and Belichick or just Belichick, we don't know. Brady. What we do know is they were doing it. It was doing it. He was the head guy doing it. Oh yeah. Brady. I will tell. Yeah. I will say. Alleged. Bill Parcell. Bill Parcells has way more to do with that than anybody want to give him credit for. That's just Melvin. But either way, Bill Belichick is. A great, great football mind. So I'm not going to limit. I'm not going to limit him to as a defensive coordinator or anything like that. He's a great football mind, and so you're correct. Like I probably wouldn't take too many people's advice over his, but I would listen to the players that are on the field, and a star player, not if a, you know, if a Matthew Judon was like, "Hey man, just so you know, the defense is work is." Is doing this and doing that. Like they don't really have. If a Jason or a Devin McCourty would have said something, right. you know, you listen to those types of guys because yeah. one, you think that they, you would think as long as they've been around a guy like Bill, they're probably thinking like Bill. Mm. And I'm on the same page as you in that. If I'm Bill, I listen to what they have to say about what's going on out there on the field. I'm just saying, you know, if Matthew Judon comes to me and says, "Hey, man, I think we should draft a defensive end." I'd say, okay, how many hundreds of hours have you watched on the defensive ends in this draft? Because I've got an entire team here who's watched a thousand hours of, on all the defensive ends in this draft. Right. So but, but, think, but think about it. He don't got to watch. The, he don't have to watch tape on the defensive ends in the draft. 
I got personal experience with this bum-ass nigga right here that keep getting blown off the ball. That's how I know you need to draft a defense. How do you know all the guys in the draft aren't bum-asses as well? Uh, that, that's not No, that's not my job. My job is to tell you that this dude right here, Ain't the this guy, guy he's not guy. doing it. What if, what if you don't go to the office and say draft a guy? He just said replace this person. So if you got to trade or draft somebody, yeah, he's just like I don't care about who I don't who care who you go get because you it's your job to pick the right guy. I'm just telling you him. He, he not the guy. With him. I think I think that's a different perspective. Now if you just say draft somebody, now I feel from your perspective, we'd be like, did you watch films? Who you looking for? But if he just come yeah. in and say replace this dude, I don't yeah. care who you do. We he's the yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying get the defensive end from Alabama or nothing like that. I'm just saying I don't care who you get, but him, 56, whatever his number is, he got to go. Yeah, I'm just saying there's, there's Bill Belichick doesn't coach dogs is all I'm saying. Like he sees it. If you see it, he sees it. I mean, this is a guy who cuts guys the first time they ever fumble. You know I mean? Like he doesn't mess around. If you're not putting in the work, you don't play here. I respect that, though. I mean, he is a bit extreme, though. He can't be the greatest coach of all time if you don't be extreme, man. Is he, though? Yep. Is he, though? Arguably, yes. He's got eight mm-hmm. rings. Arguably, eight yes. rings. Eight, eight rings don't make you the GOAT. Eight and, ring, I mean, has he got right. him? Yes, he does. And without Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells has zero rings. And without Bill Belichick, Tom Brady ain't Tom Brady. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, no, that's a lie. Okay, <laughs> that's a lie. Don't do that. That is a whole lie. Yes, Bill Belichick was a defensive coordinator for one year that the Giants won. He was an assistant defensive coordinator for the other one, but Bill was the head coach. Sure. Okay. Bill was Bill. The real Bill was Rocket. Yeah, Belichick's and, the head coach, but McDaniel's was still calling the offensive plays, not Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. So, I mean, that's what are you saying? I'm saying Bill Belichick was calling the defensive plays, not Bill Parcells. And without that defense that Bill Belichick coached, that Giants team would be got, But he got his defensive philosophy from Bill Parcells. Uh, he, he was coaching long before he went to New York. He started coaching like the 60s or the 70s in the, in the Colts. He went right from college to being a professional head coach, or not a head coach, professional coach. Right, but that the defense that they were running was the bill that was Bill's defense. Parcells, not Belichick. It was his personnel. Whose personnel? Who drafted him? Parcells' personnel, but it was Belichick's strategy. No, it was the, the whole scheme was Bill. You Bill Parcells, the defensive guy. I know. He's just not as good a defensive That's, guy as Belichick is. That's all I'm saying. Belichick learned everything from Parcells. Not everything. Like I said, been coaching for 30, 50 years, whatever it is. So then what happened in Cleveland? Bad teams. He took them to the playoffs. When's the last time they made it to the playoffs? When Bill Belichick was a head coach? Nah. No. No. Did they make it last year? They yeah. made it with Baker. Two years, Two years ago. Baker. Big, no, 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 Big Baker. Big Baker. Yeah. When they oh, so all one, time, the so one time in 20 years. But oh, that's a different team, though, too. We're also talking about a completely different team. I don't think they, I don't think they made the team. I don't think they made the playoffs when, Parcells, when, when, when no, Belichick they, was there. They did. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think they made even one of the playoff game. And then they lost the second round. And then uh, it kind of went downhill. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Yeah. I mean, I mean Saban was there, too. Saban look. was a defensive coordinator. We're going to call him crap, too. No, I'm saying 
my thing, I Bill Walsh is the greatest football coach of all time. Okay. In your opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. In my opinion, it's Belichick. I'll take a Belichick. You're a Patriots. Too. You're a Patriots fan. <laughs> you don't come. I'm a Chargers guy, so that should hold a lot of weight because I don't like the Patriots. No, no, you don't count either because you just used to him beating on y'all. That's crazy. That's crazy. The last time they made the playoffs was 2021. Okay, so then that um that uh Devon, that um Devonte Adams um story about you know them by them not seeing eye to eye and Josh McDaniels saying that we value players like him, like his opinion. Kind of rolled over to something very ironic because the next thing I saw was Darren Waller in New York have a quote say, "Oh yeah, they value players' opinions over here," mm-hmm. which is very ironic that they would say that in a Raider interview, but now Darren Waller is saying that they don't value opinions over there, but they do over here in New York, and. The Darren Waller situation bothers me a lot. I don't know what Josh McDaniels was thinking when he decided he was going to let Darren Waller go for a bag of Skittles and a Snickers bar. Mm. Um, but it, it's still stupid. It's just dumb to me. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't I think because I'm trying to look at the what was the exact trade again for Darren Waller? If Third round pick, I think. It was a when think about this. The Packers offered two ones during the season for Darren Waller, and they said no. Oh, is that coming out of the Packers camp or the Raiders camp, though? Packers. I mean, you you ain't gonna lie about the trade that you offered. If you offered two, for, yeah, you're not gonna lie about that in your camp. No, no, I'm saying if it was the Raiders, though, they, I could see them kind of blowing it up to kind of raise the guys. Value. No, the, it, no, it, it, no, the Raiders. Because I read the article when it when it happened, the Raiders were like we're not letting a guy like him go, regardless of the compensation. Like they were really standing strong mm. on keeping Darren Waller. It seems very un-Green Bay like to offer two firsts for a tight. I wouldn't offer two firsts for any tight end in the league. I mean, but, but with, and, but with Darren and Waller their and mind Aaron was Rodgers. in their mind, they was trying to keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Because if Darren Waller got traded midseason for them two first, Aaron Rodgers does not leave the Packers. Darren Waller, there he does not leave. I don't see Aaron Rodgers leaving this all season. So, I will and, say those, and that's what I think. I'm not surprised yeah. about the Waller comments and the Devontae Adams comments because, let's be honest, who's going to say nicer things about you, your girlfriend or your ex-girlfriend? Your new girlfriend, of course. Exactly. So, well... Devontae Adams Wall- saying nice things about his girlfriend, and, and Darren Wallace well, saying Devontae, nice things about his Devontae, Devontae Adams ain't saying nothing nice. Oh, or the Raiders saying said, I listen to our players. D- yeah, that was, yeah, McDaniel said that we listen to our players. Waller said that Giants listen to their players because that's his girl, current girlfriend. Right. Well, what about Devontae Adams' opinion? Because he, he's still there, though. Yeah, let's hear what he's got to say. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he's not happy. I'm, I, that I can say. Um, okay, so... I'm I'm a, I'm leave you. I know you you two guys are have your respective love affair with your teams. I see. I thought you was because you was really going hard as be with me and Justin Fields. So I thought you was a Bears fan, but you're I a Chargers. No, fan. I, I, no, I support the, I support the Bears. I, I rock with the Bears. I support the Bears. I'm okay. from Chicago. I got to. I got to support the Bears. Right. Like I hate the Packers. So, like I hate the Packers. hundred percent hate the Packers. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm 
I'm gonna open the floor up. Wait. We, we, now that everything has settled down, the draft has happened, some all-season moves have happened. Mm-hmm. Give me your Patriot loving self. Your how you feel about the Patriots right now? What, what do you What do you think? I feel absolutely fantastic uh, about the Patriots because obviously their front seven it might be one of the best front sevens, if not the fr- best front seven in the NFL. Their front seven is disgusting. That's- that's um, crazy that you just said that. No one. Nah, I was gonna it. say who on a four seven that I don't know about because the best. Yeah, the, the, the best and best is the and the forty and the forty niners. Yeah, I'm just, well, <laughs> the Eagles I mean, like, retooled. Well, well, who leads yeah. the NFL in in quarterback hurries Quarter- every single season? The Patriots, right? I mean, who leads in interceptions last year? The Cowboys Patriots, line. Right? I don't know. Man. Well, that doesn't mean. Well, that doesn't mean that your front seven is good. I mean, well, you have a very good quarterback. Have a good. Cause then y'all, cause y'all didn't have that many sacks. How many sacks did y'all have? Um, I'm not sure. I know they led the league in hurries, so I don't know about sacks. Yeah, well, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't like people scooping. Well, they led the league in interceptions. Hurries lead to interceptions. That ain't the line, though. That's the line. Hurries lead to interceptions. Bad throws. Anyway, that's trying to add something on to make it a certain situation. Yeah, that's what he's doing right now. It's it's okay. But he's a Patriot fan. That's what we ask for. Belichick yeah. math they try to put on stuff. Yeah, I like uh, I like obviously uh, Christian Gonzalez was a phenomenal addition. I um, like Christian Gonzalez. Not even gonna lie about that. Um and, and obviously the, the Patriots coach up secondary players again, second to none. I mean JC Jackson was undrafted, he was an all pro. You know, Malcolm Butler was undrafted, he was an all pro. Yeah, now too. you're getting a guy with this kind of talent. Oh my goodness, he's gonna be lights out. Um, so I, I do like their their look, their outlook, uh, especially bringing Bill O'Brien back. Hell, I mean, I love Matt Patricia as a defensive coordinator. But Bill O'Brien, let's face it, every single team he's gone to, their passing attack has gotten better since he got, after he gets there. Um, and he's got, you know, a couple of quarterbacks to work with. I personally hope Bailey Zappi wins the competition. That's just me. He should. Um, he's, better. But, he's a better quarterback. He's a better quarterback. I have them going 11-6 and six is my prediction um, for them coming okay. in second. The Bills are still going to win the division, but coming in second in the division. Um, and I did want to address the one thing is the uh, the, the, the offseason, the, the stripping of the two OTAs, right? Which is so mm. funny because outside of New England, it's like, oh, they cheat, you know. And, and it's so funny because they got that because they scheduled a 15-minute meeting with the special teams, which is okay, but they put it on the team schedule, which is not okay. You're not supposed to do that. And so, right. but out there, it's like, oh my goodness, look at what they're doing. Hey, yeah. Look, I already, look. I predicted when we did our schedule, we we um we did our predictions for the schedule. I said the Patriots was going to win the division. Okay. And that was before the allegations of them cheating happened again. They back to cheating. They definitely went in the division. Where, where what division? <laughs> the NFC East. I mean, AFC East. Can't do. Can't look, Bill, look, Bill Belichick is in his bag right now. He's gonna be all. Okay. They don't got the personnel. I don't care what he's talking about. He don't got the personnel to do it. They not. They say that every year about the about the Patriots. I don't know, man. The Dolphins' defense is hey. good. They can look as good as they want. They're gonna still get just what they do. They and they quarterback ain't gonna make it three weeks. <laughs> I can't argue that. I can't argue it. I can't argue it. Okay, so give me, give me. You said you, you charge a give it. Give me, give me. How you feel about your charge? I, I give you charge about Bears, that. but the Chargers. Uh, I'm a little like love hate relationship right now because we trying to figure out what's going on with Austin Eckler. I'm happy with the quarterback. That, I mean, not the quarterback, the wide receiver that we draft and Quinn Johnson because I told you, like, that's why I don't want D-Hop because if I have to go through another season with Ke- Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, I heard again. And Josh- but they got – my thing with the Quentin Johnson thing, you got two Quentin Johnson. Why do you need a third? 
because the uh, the the, the two Quentin Johnson we got can't play the whole season, and one of them is one of them is injured and inconsistent and named Mike Williams. But I would have loved to have a speedster guy too. I would have traded. I Mike thought they would have. They should. They needed somebody like Jordan Addison. Yeah, they got a guy. I can't think of the, the guy name. They they drafted like one of the fastest wide receivers. Like it was like fourth round. But you know, it's iffy with those picks. With the point, I can't think of his name off top mm-hmm. of my head right now. Um, the defense is back. It just really health concerns with this team. And if they we can stay healthy, we can get Justin Herbert. Because I don't want Justin Herbert have to throw it to Everett, ever as the number one guy again. Like that's ridiculous. Or you know, with um. Our fourth string receiver is the number one guy, so I need guys to be healthy. That's it. When they come from the Bears, I think the Bears and the head coach needs to stop, stop playing, playing like this man, man football. Thanks. Yes, he does. He hey, does. Thanks. He does. He does. He does. I think the Bears won the offseason, though. Now it's up. They fixed the line. They added to the defense. They gave Josh, Justin Fields weapons. He got the backs behind him. So now it's up to him to just play football. And I think it's the best time with Aaron Rodgers, who owned the Bears, who got real estate at Soldier Field. He got all the houses that Soldier Field's built. He's gone. So it's open for the Bears to actually win a division this year or make some noise in the division, at least finish like second. So I'm excited for the Bears Bears football this year, too. So I think I think the Bears won the offseason. I think it's hard to debate against any of the teams saying they won the offseason over the Bears. Yeah, I, I had the Bears being – I had the Bears second, I believe, second um, so in the division. I still think the Packers are going to win it. I got a lot of love for Jordan Love. Got a lot of love for Jordan. over the Vikings too. You think the Vikings drop? Oh, the Vik the Vikings going to de- fucking disintegrate. What about the Lions? It's Lions, it was, it, it was yeah. Because I'm gonna say because he because he do what he do. They gonna finish dead last. Even though I like some of the pieces that they got, I just don't like the quarterback. I just don't like the quarterback. Yeah. Yep. ISO me. That's all good. I appreciate. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I I think um. Like I said, I think um, the Patriots are going to be way better than most people think. Um, I really believe that they're going. To, I, at least this, these are my opinions. I think they're going to win the division. Um, I think the Bills they fall on their face. Then they're going to have to make a real decision about Josh Allen. And um, I think Stephon Diggs leaves if they end up winning again. Man, you a Bills? You a Bills fan? Me? No. Who your team? Again, Washington, 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 and the Raiders. Oh, uh, yeah. No wonder why you ain't bring up them because you know y'all ain't got no hope either team. Oh, okay. Well, we I can I can talk about my two teams. We can do that. Okay, first of all, the Raiders. I believe we'll finish second in our division this year. And what division? Everybody, the AFC West. <laughs> over over the Chargers? The Broncos? Oh, yeah. That, we, no, we, see, we this, see, you, see this how I know you don't this how I know you don't watch the show. This is how they don't watch the show. You got to watch the show. See, I had the Broncos winning the division. The Raiders coming in second. You can take your headphones off. You can take your headphones off. It's all good. He said he said you got the Broncos winning the division. The, yes. The, the Raiders finished second. So the, yep. the Chiefs third and the, the Chargers No, last. I had the Chargers third. And the Chiefs last? All right. He yeah. He needs to be drug tested now. You, you predicting the what's, what's in your cup? Your cup was pink. What is in that cup? Look, there's nothing. It's gone now. It's it's gone now. It's over. It's done. What was in it? Is it nothing? Nothing. I will. I cannot confirm nor deny anything that was in that cup. Whatever was in it. Don't drink it again. Don't drink it again ever. Because and I I said and I said this on the show. I'm going to continue to say this until I'm right. The Chiefs are going to take a step back. 
Reverend Dude, I'm gonna keep saying it until it happens. I'm gonna be right at some point by saying it. So I'm gonna be okay with it. Okay. <laughs> I just I just don't I think the lack of offensive weapons, although I do I do think Scott and Moore becomes a bigger piece of that offense mm-hmm. and eventually becomes their number one wide receiver. But not having Eric Bianami as your OC no more. Go take a step back. Because a lot of a lot of people really believe that Andy Reid was the architect for all of this. And he did have he did have some stuff, but a lot of the things that they did and was successful at came from Eric Bianami. And he's in Washington right now. You know Matt Nagy back, right? Yeah. I don't care about Matt Nagy. But they was elite with Matt Nagy too. Huh? They was elite with Matt Nagy too. You know that, right? Who? The Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, Mahomes no. had his MVP season, 50 touchdowns. With Nagy. Matt Nagy. What are you talking about? Okay. They're fine. But who who was on that who was on that offense? I mean the Tyreek Hill, that's fine. But he showed who he else was on that who else who else was on that offense? Who is not who who was who was was, was it Kareem Hunt on there? That's fine. They got Pacheco. Yeah, they, they got none of you have no, the weapons are not even comparable. Pacheco can do everything Kareem Hunt do. He just not as oh, don't don't no he yes, cannot. He can. Yes, he can. He no, can catch. He, he can run downhill. Oh, he do just because he can, just because he can catch a football, don't mean he can do it like Kareem Hunt. He just not as fast. That's it. Your he just don't look as flashy. Patrick Rawls make anybody look good. I'm sorry. Look, don't don't get me on my Wayne stuff and start dogging running backs. I'm not gonna do it. I ain't saying dog. I just said Pacheco can do just as much as Kareem Hunt can. He just ain't as fast. No, they are. They are not. They are not the same caliber running back. I said they. They in the. They in the same realm. They in the same realm. No way. I'm one of those few guys who I think when when Tyreek Hill left, I said Mahomes is going to have a better season without Tyreek Hill, and I was right. And he's just yeah. the type of guy who can make everybody good. He's going to have three guys that are probably going to be in contention Him for Pro Bowl this year at receiver. Because guess what? He don't go for the home run plays because he got Tyreek Hill. Now he has to actually play quarterback. He passes it around to everybody. And he throws guys open. They don't have to get open for him. He throws them. Oh, open. There's, if, there's, if there's one thing he don't do is throw people open. Oh, that's cap. And I hate, I hate he to say throw, that. I wish he did. He throw, no, he throws to open people. He does not throw people open. I disagree with that. He do both. Mm-mm. He does both. No. Excellent. Mm-mm. Excellently. No. I, hey, I see it, I no. see it twice a year. I see it no. twice a year. Look, year. I see look, it too much, actually. Trust me. I and I do this. I do this every time. And I keep trying to tell everybody. Look, Patrick Mahomes is a very good quarterback. Very good. <laughs> he is not what you think he is. Patrick Mahomes is very good. <laughs> he not very good. What, what you mean? He is not he is not what y'all think he is. He's not the best quarterback in the league right now. In the league right because because if you was going to ask me. Who's the best quarterback? You're asking Melvin. I'm asking no. you. Patrick Mahomes is probably he's top six or seven. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Go shut the shut the stream down. Shut it down now. See, because in the you show, tell me, in okay, the show. okay, listen, listen. This is what I this, 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 this is this is how I this is how I equate that question. This is how I do it. We'll 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 compare with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Okay, we're gonna do this. Okay. Can Patrick Mahomes can can Lamar Jackson go to Kansas City 
and do what Patrick Mahomes does in Kansas City? No. No? No. Why not? 5,000 yards passing? No, he can't. Why not? He can't, he can't throw the deep ball as Mahomes. He can't throw Who can't throw a deep ball? He can't, On the level of Mahomes, no, he cannot. Yes, he can. No, he cannot. No, he cannot. But I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is a bad passer, but on the level of Patrick Mahomes on Andy Reid, no, he cannot. No, Jesse, okay. Not close. <laughs> See, this is the problem. Like, people if you really said, underrate. Now, if you would have said Herbert, just, if you would have said No, Herbert, no, no. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna tell you all the quarterbacks that I would take over Patrick before I got to Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I would take. And this is no particular order. This is just the guys that I would take over Patrick Mahomes. In the Chiefs. I would take Lamar. I would take Lamar. It don't matter whose system. Okay. Lamar Jackson. No. Deshaun Watson. No. Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow. Why you say no? To them two, I'll bet no. You would not take Deshaun Watson. No way. You're wild. Look what Deshaun Watson did in Houston with nothing. He led the league in passing rating and in passing yards when y'all couldn't even tell me who his number one wide receiver was. And you know that Tyreek Hill was a special team guy and Patrick Mahomes turned him into a number one receiver. You know that, right? People forget that. You tell Tyreek Hill was a tell, special teams punt returner, turn receiver. Tell me who the hell Deshaun Watson was throwing to when D Hop left when he led the league in passing. Nobody. He did. That's elite. That's, that's nice. Why they went four and twelve. Yeah, and they lost. <laughs> they, no, he didn't win. No, because he don't play defense. He, that's not his fault. He's you can't blame. On that side. Was you can't. Side. You can't. You can't. One dude. Who's in their secondary? I can't think off the top of the head. I gotta go look at the uh, here. Nobody. You can't like a quarterback gets blamed for losses when he doesn't control the defense at all. So what you think a guy better because he lost and did more in the losing? I'm just going. I'm going off a skill set and what a guy is capable of doing when he doesn't have all the requisite weapons around him. Patrick if Holmes you were to give, he, he, he do it this year. He won a championship. He had he had better weapons than Lamar did at any point in Lamar's career. He had better weapons. No, I'm just like I said. I'm talking skill set. Everybody that I name can do everything that that Patrick Mahomes can do, and then some. I am I'm the opposite end of the seesaw because I watched Tom Brady for twenty years, and Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He'd be crazy. throwing no look touchdown passes, brother. I'm sorry, sidearm throws, left-handed sidearm throws. throws. Matthew oh, Stafford oh. was doing Matthew Stafford was doing that in Detroit way before Patrick Mahomes got in the league. He wasn't winning doing it though. What is it? See, it doesn't see y'all equated to winning as Win if matters. he's the only as if he's the only reason for it. No, no, no. I said as if he's the only reason he for it. He plays a big part of it. He's though. the biggest reason because for it. the the reason why people feel differently about Matthew Stafford is because he won a Super Bowl. But he's doing the exact same thing that he was doing in Detroit. Can, can Lamar Jackson pull a comeback off what he did against the Buffalo Bills and win? Give Lamar Jackson the same damn weapons. Give Lamar Jackson Tyreek Hill. When you can throw, when you could throw a dude an eight-yard pass and he turned into a fifty-seven-yard run. I mean, comparing to Stafford, give Patrick Mahomes Megatron. Let's see what he can do. Exactly. He had it. What are you talking about? Who is Megatron, Megatron? He ever had. He never had a Megatron. Mega- Megatron is ass. What? Who is Megatron? This is another One thing. Of the best receivers all time. He's one of the greatest no, he's receivers n- ever to play the game. Yeah, no, he's not. Know. He is not. 
I don't and, know. And yo, you can name any of your best. Look, I get Megatron. He, his numbers don't look as good because he, he stopped early. You can't show me none of the old receivers who you think the best. And I got Randy Moss. Hi. They, I never seen two people guard him at the line. Ever. Megatron <laughs> had two people guard him at the line of scrimmage. At the line. It's a pit. Look so, at did, so did Rob Gronkowski. Win. Show me they the did it. They did what? Show me the picture. Okay, the resident, 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 resident patriot. No, they split him out when they did it. Resident patriot fan. Did or did they not double team Rob Gronkowski in a playoff game? In the when he was on the Patriots. Yeah, there are times you had to do that. He's a big guy, no, just like that, just I'm like Megatron, six that. six. That's fair, but that's still a tight end. I'm talking about wide receiver only. I don't care if he split out or not. I'm talking about a key wide receiver position mainly. Who else have done? Who else ever seen that before? It don't matter. I'm taking T.O. over him. I am taking Jerry Rice. I am taking Larry Fitzgerald. I am taking Larry Fitzgerald. I'm not mad at Larry Fitzgerald either. I am taking Anthony Carter. I am taking Chris Carter. I am taking Anquan Bolden. Like, there are dudes that I will get you before I get to Calvin Johnson. The four, the four, four eight, forty wide receiver. I will take Mar. I will take. I will take Mar. I will, I, will, I will take Marvin Harrison. I will take Reggie Wayne. Dude, I will, before I get before I get there. Nah, this. The crazy part about you said Aquan Bogan. I'm taking Steve Smith over Aquan Bogan. I'm sorry. I'll take. I'm take. I'll take Steve Smith before I get to before I get. I wish I was traveling against because I would let you take them all. I really would. I I'm taking Calvin Megatron because Megatron was in the actual system where he can operate in besides Detroit, and Detroit wasted that man' career. Easily the greatest receiver of all time, no debate. Yeah. No weaknesses yeah. in this game. No, no weaknesses. weaknesses at all. Fast, big, strong, can catch up everybody, can run a route. He get super open. clean route runner. Super clean route. Super he, clean route runner. Only the worst thing that happened to his career, he played. This is coming. I'm the I'm the dude that played receivers. So that's one. I know where I know what a clean route runner looks like. He is not that. Stop it. It's just because he played in Detroit. If he played anywhere oh, else, no, easily, no, 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 no. Easily. No, it has nothing, it has nothing to do with him playing in Detroit. I just watched him as a skill player. I disagree. Uh, we just gotta do, agree to disagree. I'm sorry. Megatron is the problem. Like, it's cool. He got the cool nickname and all of that. That's cool. That is cool. And it's one I'm not gonna take that away from him. But just nah. Yeah. Yeah. We, we went from Patrick Mahomes outside the top five to now Megatron outside the top thirty. Hey. Uh, I think it's time to end the show. That's we gotta crazy. Go. Yeah, it's, it might. Be hey, crazy. look. Whatever Dave. that big drink was, don't drink. It I don't. I don't look. But there's one thing Mel don't do. Like I don't. I observe and I break every pe every player that I talk about down. I don't listen to big head media. That's not what I do. Dwayne, I literally okay. watch every. Male so, even worse same. when it comes to corners. He don't even respect the real Reavers as a corner. And now I remember that. Can nope. we argue about that? That's the first nope. argument. That's why nope. I, I ain't listened to it. Nope. He said he said the real Reavers ain't top, which say top ten, right? He's not top no, it's was he top five. And I said, No, he's not top five. And I said he barely he might barely be top ten. Crazy. Top two. Come top on, two? Man. Yes. It's him and Dion. And it's really one A, one B. Terrell Revis is not man. better than Charles Woodson. Dark, he's not better than Charles Woodson. Oh, no, he's not. No, he, he is up. not. No, there is nothing Darrell Revis does on the football field better than Darrell than um there's nothing that Darrell Revis does better than Charles Woodson. Other no. than cover receivers. That's the only thing he does. No, 
Right. He does not. He doesn't. He, 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 he does, does not do that better. He does. He does not do that. He does not. He has never done his job better than Charles Woodson. Never. What? Never. What? Never. Didn't he have in a season he held a combination of it, it was like Calvin Johnson? Y'all love Leo, holding on to this Randy one Moss, fucking season. Like combined. Like I'm the hitting. greatest season of a quarter ever. One fucking season, and it was for like three, four weeks where he battled a couple dudes, but then we don't talk about what happened after that. The, the, his career numbers versus those guys is is, is amazing. No, it's not. Those guys it's not even him. fucking... It's not even fucking close. It, it, you're right. Darrell Reeves shut those guys down. No. Darrell Reeves... No. Charles Woodson... Charles Woodson... The first... And I even shrunk oh, some of those dudes' careers to fit it for eight seasons. Charles Wood, Charles um Charles Woodson, Rod Woodson, Champ Bailey, Dion, all them dudes dwarf, dwarf Terrell Revis' season. Name somebody else. Name somebody else. That's better. Those only three you can argue. That's the only three you can argue. And I told you that last. That's the only three you can argue. No, what three? I said I mean four. You you said the Dion, Dion, Champ, Charles Woodson, Woodson. That's it. Rod Woodson. No. Do you not see this? See this is what I'm saying. Like y'all don't see y'all don't watch the game. Y'all I watch the game. Sean Springs. Look, SP. I didn't see. I didn't, I didn't say Sean Springs. Ty Law. I can argue that it's better no, than Darrell Reeves. No, no, you can't. Yes, I can. He's yes, a I can. Patriot fan telling you no. Yes, I can. I can do that. I can very much so do that. Anyway, you like I said, wrong. this is this is no. This is cool. I'm bring both y'all asses back for this conversation. We are definitely doing this. Okay. Definitely, yeah. it can be the same show. We can be different shows. This is the first argument we ever had. This is the first about the real Reavers. I couldn't believe he said this, Wayne. I said, "Yeah, no, no." And I will stand on it. And everybody knows it is always fuck the real Reavers. It is always that. It is always that. Always. It'll never change. Never. Ever. <laughs> so with that being said, we're gonna get. We're gonna, we're gonna touch on this. We're gonna get on this. Uh, definitely. In the future, I'm gonna make sure that bring both y'all asses back for that. Wayne, any last words? Uh, no, it was a good time. I love coming on the show and uh, arguing with you guys. Um, looking forward to doing it again down the road. I'm definitely gonna bring my Darrell Rivas stats next time we chat. Definitely, you gonna you gonna, you need to bring because we gonna we gonna, I'm gonna cook you on that. I'm gonna turn into chef right, on that easy. one. SB. I mean, salute. You know what I'm saying? Once again, being on from the sideline, I know it's all love all the time. Salute, family. Real takes over fake yep. debates. Real takes over fake debates is what we do. Um, hey, thank you guys for coming through, filling in um, on short notice. I appreciate you guys. We had to call in the replacements. They came, they showed up, they showed out, and I appreciate bringing the energy, bringing the love. Um, definitely want you guys back, man. Definitely. Um, shout out you know, to Moo and GQ. They're both handling you know, different situations, so that's why they're not here today. Um, Troy in the background, Goat in the background, everybody in the... Um, in the chat, all the new people. Shout out to the new people. Thank you for sticking through. I appreciate you guys. Um, I know it's different. It's not a football Friday. We did this on Saturday. It's a special thing. Um, but we'll be back next week on Friday um, doing it like we normally do. So, appreciate you guys. Love you. This is Inside the Huddle. We out of here. Troy, hit the damn button. Hit the damn button. We out of here.